Good morning, good morning. Today is July 17th, Sunday. And we have Ezekiel 45 through 48. We'll be finishing up the book and then starting Ezra tomorrow. And we have Psalm 43. And so let's ask the Lord's blessing on this time as we finish up this book. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you guide us right now, that you give us your wisdom, your understanding. Lord, fill us with your spirit. Lord, as we conclude this, uh, this book of the prophet Ezekiel, Lord, your words. Ezekiel chapter, <coughs> excuse me, Ezekiel chapter 45. When you allot the land as an inheritance, you shall set apart for the Lord a portion of the land as a holy district, 25,000 cubits long and 20,000 cubits broad. It shall be holy throughout its whole extent of this square plot of 500 by 500 cubits shall be for the sanctuary with 50 cubits for the open space around it. And from this measured district, you shall measure off a section 25,000 cubits long and 10,000 cubits broad and broad in which you shall be, which shall be the sanctuary, the most holy place. It shall be the holy portion of the land. It shall be for the priests who minister in the sanctuary and approach the Lord to minister to him. And it shall be a place for their houses and a holy place for their the sanctuary. Another section, 25,000 cubits long and 10,000 cubits broad, shall be for the Levites who minister at the temple as their possession for cities to live in. Alongside the portion set apart by the holy district, you shall assign for the property of the city of an area 5,000 cubits broad and 25,000 cubits long, and it shall be to the whole house of Israel. And the prince shall belong to the land on both sides of the holy district and the property of the city alongside the holy district and the property of the city on the west and the east, corresponding in length to one of the tribal portions, and extending from the western to the eastern boundary of the land. It is to, it is to be his property in Israel, and my princes shall no more oppress my people, but they shall let the house of Israel have the land according to their tribes. Thus says the Lord God, enough, O princes of Israel, put away violence and oppression and execute justice and righteousness. Cease your evictions of my people, declares the Lord God. You shall have just balances, a just ephah, and a just bath. The ephah and the bath shall be for the same measure, the bath containing one-tenth of a homer, and the ephah one-tenth of a homer, and the homer shall be the standard measure. The shekel shall be twenty geras, twenty shekels plus twenty-five shekels plus fifteen shekels shall be your mena. This is the offering that you shall make, one-sixth of an ephah for each homer of wheat and one-sixth of an ephah for each homer of barley. As for the fixed portion of oil measured in baths, one-tenth of a bath from each core. The core, like the homer, contains ten baths and one sheep from every flock of two hundred from the watering places of Israel for grain offering, burnt offering, and peace offerings. To make atonement for them, declares the Lord God, all the people of the land shall be obligated to give this offering to the prince in Israel. It shall be the prince's duty to furnish the burnt offerings, grain offerings, and drink offerings. At the feasts of the new moons and the Sabbaths and all the appointed feasts of the house of Israel, he shall provide the sin offerings, grain offerings, burnt offerings, and peace offerings to make atonement on behalf of the house of Israel. Thus says the Lord God, on the first month, on the first day of the month, you shall take a bull from the herd without blemish and purify the sanctuary. The priest shall take some of the blood from the sin offering and put it on the doorposts of the temple, the four corners of the ledge of the altar and the posts of the gate of the inner court. You shall do the same on the seventh day of the month for anyone who has sinned through error or ignorance you shall make atonement for the temple 
In this first month, on the 14th day of the month, you shall celebrate the feast of the Passover, and for seven days unleavened bread shall be eaten. On that day the prince shall provide for himself and all the people of the land a young bull for sin offering. In the seven days of the festival he shall provide as a burnt offering to the Lord seven young bulls, seven rams without blemish, one on each of the seven days, and a male goat and a male daily for sin offering, and he shall provide as a grain offering an ephah for each bull and an ephah for each ram and a hin of oil for each ephah. In the seventh month, seventh month, on the fifteenth day of the month, and for the seven days of the feast, he shall make the same provision for sin offerings, burnt offerings, and grain offerings, and for the oil. Chapter 46, this is the Lord God, the gate of the inner court that faces ease shall shut the six working days shall shut on the six working days, but on the Sabbath day it shall be opened, and the day of the new moon it shall be opened, and the prince shall enter by the vestibule of the gate from the outside, and shall take his stand by the post of the gate, and the priest shall offer his burnt offerings and his peace offerings, and he shall worship the threshold of the gate. Then shall he go out, but the gate shall not be shut until evening. The people of the land shall bow down at the entrance of that gate before the Lord on the Sabbaths and on the new moons. The burnt offerings that the prince offers to the Lord on the Sabbath day shall be six lambs without blemish, a ram without blemish. And the grain offerings with the ram shall be an ephah. The grain offering with the lambs shall be as much as he is able, together with a hint of oil to each ephah. On the day of the new moon he shall offer a bull from the herd without blemish, and six lambs and a ram without which shall be without blemish, a grain offering he shall provide an ephah with the bull and an ephah with the ram, and with the lambs as much as he is able, together with the hint of oil to each ephah. When the prince enters, he shall enter by the vestibule of the gate, and he shall go out by the same way. When the people of the land come before the Lord at the appointed feast, he who enters by the north gate to worship shall go out by the south gate, and he who enters by the south gate shall go out by the north gate. No one shall return by the way of the gate which he entered, but shall go out straight ahead. When they enter, the prince shall enter with them, and when they go out, he shall go out. At the feast of the appointed festivals, the grain offering with the young bull shall be an ephah, and with the ram an ephah, and with the lambs as much as one is able to give, together with a hint of oil on the ephah, with the prince provided a freewill offering, either burnt offering or peace offering as a freewill offering to the Lord. The gate facing the east shall be opened for him, and he shall offer his burnt offerings and his peace offerings as he does on the Sabbath day. Then he shall go out, and after he has gone out of the gate shall be shut. You shall provide a lamb, a year old, without blemish, for a burnt offering to the daily to the Lord. Morning by morning you shall provide it, and you shall provide a grain offering with the morning with it morning by morning. One sixth of an ephah and one third of a hint of oil to moisten the flour as the grain offering to the Lord. This is a perpetual statute. Thus the lamb and the meal offering and the oil shall be provided morning by morning for a regular burnt offering. Thus says the Lord God, if the prince makes a gift of any of his sons and his inheritance, he shall belong to his sons. It is their prop property by inheritance. But if he makes a gift out of his inheritance to one of his servants, it shall be by it shall be his to the year of liberty, then it shall revert to the prince. Surely it is his inheritance. It shall belong to his sons. The prince shall not take any of the in inheritance of the people, thrusting them out of their property. He shall give his sons their inheritance out of his own property, so that none of my people shall be scattered from his property. Then he brought me through the entrance, which is at the side of the gate, to the north row of the holy chamber for the priest. And behold, a place was there, uh, at the extreme western end of them. And he said to me, This is the place where the priest shall boil the guilt offering and the sin offering, and where they shall bake the grain offering, in order not to bring them out into the outer court and transmit holiness to the people, and so transmit holiness to the people. 
Then he brought me out to the outer court and led me around to the four corners of the court. And behold, in each corner of the court, there was another court. In the four corners of the court were small courts, 40 cubits long and 30 broad, and there four of them were the same size. On the inside, around each of the four courts, was a row of masonry with hearths made of the bottom of the rows all around. Then he said to me, These are the kitchens where those who minister at the temple shall boil the sacrifices of the people. Chapter 47. Then he brought me back to the door of the temple, and behold, water was issuing from below the threshold of the temple towards the east, for the temple faced east. The water was flowing down from below the south end of the threshold of the temple, south of the altar. Then he brought me out by the way of the north gate and led me around on the outside of the outer gate that faces towards the east. And behold, the water was trickling out of the south side. Going on eastward with a measuring line in his hand, the man measured a thousand cubits. And then he led me through the water and it was ankle deep. And again, he measured a thousand and he led me through the water and it was knee deep. And again, he measured a thousand and he led me through the water and it was waist deep. And again, he measured a thousand and it was a river that I could not pass through for the water had risen. It was deep enough to swim in a river that could not be passed through. And he said to me, son of man, have you seen this? Then he took me back to the bank of the river. And as I went, as I went back, I saw the, on the bank of the river, very many trees on one side and on the other. And he said to me, this water flows towards the Eastern region and goes down into the Arabah and enters the sea. When the water flows into the sea, the water will become fresh. And, where, and wherever the river goes, every living creature that swarms will live. And there will be very many fish, for this water goes there, that the waters of the sea may become fresh. So everything will live where the river goes. Fishermen will stand beside the sea from Engedi to Inglame. It will be a place for the spreading of nets. Its fish will be of very many kinds, like the fish of the great sea. But its swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They, will, they are to be left for salt. And on the banks, on both sides of the river, there will grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaves will not wither, nor their fruit fail. But they will bear fresh fruit every month, because the water for them flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food, and their leaves for healing. Thus says the Lord God, this is the boundary by which you shall divide the land for the inheritance among the 12 tribes of Israel. Joseph shall have two portions, and you shall divide equally what I swore to give to your fathers. This land shall fall to you as your inheritance. It shall be the boundary of the land on the north side from the great sea by the way of Hethlon to Lebo Hamath and on, the, on to Zedad. Barathath, Sibaram, which lies on the border between Damascus and Hamath, as far as Hazar Hadakon, which is on the border of Haran. So the boundary shall run from the sea of Hazar Enan, which is on the northern border of Damascus, with the border of Hamath to the north. This shall be the north side. On the east side, the boundary shall run between Horon and Damascus along the Jordan between Gilead and the land of Israel to the eastern sea as far as Tamar. This shall be the east side. On the south side, it shall come from Tamar as far as the waters of Meribah Kadesh. From there along the brook of Egypt to the great sea, this shall be the south side. On the west side, the great sea shall be to the boundary to a point opposite Lebo Hamath. This shall be the west side. 
You shall divide this land among you according to the tribes of Israel. You shall allot it as an inheritance for yourselves and for the sojourners who reside among you and have had your children among you. They shall be to you a native-born children of Israel. And with you they shall be allotted an inheritance among the tribes of Israel. In whatever tribe they sojourner resides, there you shall assign him his inheritance, declares the Lord God. Chapter 48. These are the names of the tribes, beginning at the northern extreme, besides the way of Hethwan to Lebo-Hamath, as far as Hazar-Enan, which is on the northern border of Damascus, over against Hamath, and extending from the east side to the west, Dan, one portion, adjoining, <coughs> adjoining the territory of Dan from the east side to the west, Asher, one portion, adjoining to the territory of Asher from the east side to the west, Naphtali, one portion, adjoining to the territory of Naphtali from the east to the west, Manasseh, one portion, adjoining to the territory of Manasseh from the east side to the west, Ephraim, one portion, adjoining to the territory of Ephraim from the east side to the west, Reuben, one portion, adjoining to the territory of Reuben from the east side to the west, Judah, one portion, adjoining to the territory of Judah from the east side to the west shall be the portion which you shall set apart, 25,000 cubits in breadth and in length equal to one of the tribal portions from the east side to the west with the sanctuary in the midst of it, the portion that you shall set apart for the Lord shall be 25,000 cubits in length and 20,000 in breadth. These shall be the allotments of the holy portions. The priest shall have an allotment measuring 25,000 cubits on the northern side, 10,000 cubits on the breadth on the western side, 10,000 in breadth on the eastern side, and 25,000 in length on the southern side with the sanctuary of the Lord in the midst of it. This shall be for the consecrated priests, the sons of Zadok, who keep my charge, who did not go astray when the people of Israel went astray, as the Levites did, and it shall belong to them as a special portion from the holy portion of the land, as most holy place, adjoining the territory of the Levites and alongside the territory of the priests. The Levites shall have an allotment 25,000 cubits in length and 10,000 in breadth. The whole length shall be 25,000 cubits and the breadth 20,000. They shall not sell or exchange any of it. They shall not alienate this choice portion of the land, for it is holy to the Lord. The remainder, 5,000 cubits in breadth and 25,000 in length, shall be for common use in the city, for dwellings and for open country. In the midst of it shall be the city, and these shall be its measurements for the north side, 4,500 cubits, and on the south side, 4,500, the east side, 4,500, the west side, 4,500. And the city shall have open land on the north, 250 cubits, on the south, 250 cubits, on the east, 250 cubits, and on the west, 250. The remainder of the length alongside the holy portion shall be 10,000 cubits to the east and 10,000 to the west, and it shall be alongside the holy portion. It produces its produce shall be food for the workers and the city and the workers of the city from the tribes of Israel shall till it. The whole portion that you shall set apart shall be 25,000 cubits square. That is the holy portion together with the property of the city. What remains on both sides of the holy portion and the property of the city shall belong to the prince, extending from 25,000 cubits of the holy portion to the east border and the western and the westward. Hold on just a second. <clears throat> live stream, so give me just a minute, but you can come on in and get a cup of coffee. What remains on both sides of the holy portion and the property of the city shall belong to the prince, extending from 25,000 cubits of the holy portion to the east border and westward from the 25,000 cubits to the west border, parallel to the tribal portions that shall belong to the prince. 
The holy portion with the sanctuary of the temple shall be in its midst. It shall be separate from the property of the Levites and the property of this city, which are in the midst of that which belongs to the prince. The portion of the prince shall lie between the territory of Judah and the territory of Benjamin. As far as the rest of the tribes, from the east side to the west, Benjamin one portion, adjoining the territory of Benjamin from the east side to the west, Simeon one portion, adjoining to the territory of Simeon from the east side to the west, Issachar one portion, adjoining to the territory of Issachar from the east side to the west, Zebulun one portion, adjoining to the territory of Zebulun from the east side to the west, Gad one portion, and adjoining the territory of Gad to the south, the boundary shall run from Tamar to the waters of Meribah Kadesh, from there along the brook of Egypt to the great sea, this is the land that you shall allot as an inheritance among the tribes of Israel, and these are their portions, declares the Lord God. These shall be the exits of the city on the north side, which is to be 4,500 cubits by measure, three gates, the gate of Reuben, the gate of Judah, the gate of Levi, the gates of the city being named after the tribes of Israel. On the east side, which is to be 4,500 cubits, three gates, the gate of Joseph, the gate of Benjamin, and the gate of Dan. On the south side, which is to be 4,500 cubits by measure, three gates, the gate of Simeon, the gate of Issachar, and the gate of Zebulon. On the west side, which is to be 4,500 cubits, three gates, the gate of Gad, the gate of Asher, and the gate of Naphtali. The circumference of the city shall be 18,000 cubits, and the name of the city from that time on shall be, The Lord is There. Okay, Psalm 43 is titled, Send Out Your Light and Your Truth. Vindicate me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. From the deceitful and the unjust man, deliver me. For you are the God in whom I take refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why do you go about mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy, and I will praise you with the lyre, O God, my God. Why are you cast down on my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are our salvation, our God, and our hope is in you. And we do praise you and worship you, Lord, and we thank you for loving us so much. And Father, we just ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth, Lord, that you would do as you see fit, that you would do your plan, your purposes, Lord. You have the best plan. You have the best purposes, Lord, that you have the right motives and the right heart, Lord. And we just ask that you would accomplish your will, and Lord, that we would be willing vessels, Lord, that you would be able to use us as you see fit to accomplish your will, Lord. Help us to be uh, open to you, Lord, uh, open to you using us in a mighty way. And Father, we ask that you forgive us, Lord, for our sins, as you, and Lord, help us to forgive as you forgive, Lord, so totally, completely. And, Lord, provide for us our daily provision, as you always do, with such abundance, Lord. Thank you so much for being such an amazing provider and father for us. And, Lord, lead us not into temptation, Lord, but deliver us from the hand of the evil one, from our own flesh, Lord, our own sinful nature, Lord. Provide uh, that straight direction to stay on your path for us, Lord. And, Father, we just ask that this day, Sunday, a day devoted to you and the worship of you, 
Lord, that you would uh, bring your people out, Lord. Uh, you've already started. And thank you, Lord, for just uh, waking your people up this morning, Lord. And uh, just bring them out to, to the church here, our church, Lord. Let's fellowship, your church, but uh, Lord, to all your fellowships throughout this, the city here, the, the Georgia, the country, Lord. Uh, this is just a day that, that's dedicated to, to worshiping you, Lord. And so we just ask that you would bring your people out to your fellowships, Lord, to inspire them, Lord, to worship you, to hear your word. Lord, inspire those that are teaching your word, that are teaching lessons, Lord, that your word would come forth, whether uh, they plan to bring your word out or not, Lord, bring it out of them, Lord, that the people hear your word and be uh, sanctified and glorified, Lord, in you. Uh, encouraged and uh, edified, Lord, by everything they hear, Lord. And Father, just help us to encourage one another uh, as we gather, Lord, to worship you, to glorify you. And Lord, those that are suffering in just different things, Lord, uh, uh, different healings, uh, uh, people recovering from surgeries, Lord, and uh, we just ask for pain relief, and Lord, and just rehabilitation that you would just uh, strengthen them and, uh, and bring them back to, to, to whole, Lord. And uh, Father, we just lift up those that are just going through difficult times in uh, relationships, Lord, difficult times in financially, Lord, difficult times just uh, at work, in the workplace, and in health, uh, Lord. And we know you take us through these difficult times. You don't always pull us out, and more often you you bring us through, and so, Lord, we just ask for that strength, your strength, your resources to, to bring us through these times, Lord, and that we would uh, learn what you want us to learn, that you would be pliable uh, in your hands, Lord, that you would uh, just make us into the vessels, the people that you want us to be for all eternity, Lord. Just mold us and shape us, Lord. Help us to be uh, willing uh, as you do that, Lord. We ask for your blessing today. Uh, Lord, it's crazy that we need help to, to praise you and to glorify you, Lord, uh, uh, to learn about you, but we do. We need your help. We need your spirit in us, Lord, uh, and so we just ask for that right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, guys, have a great day.